Okay, Dafir Beis. The Mishnah had said, "Am in the Chachamim about when you send a Shtar Shikhar and a Get Isha with a Shliach Shliach to bring to the wife and and to the Eved, and you want to back out." So the Mishnah had said, "Let's just read the Mishnah back on Yinal from Beis." The Mishnah had said, "I'm a ten Get Lishtiv Shtar Shikhar Zeliavdi Mayor says both of them are not considered beyond the Isha or beyond the Evid until it actually gets to their hands. And if any point before it gets there, the other wants to ba- other Baal wants to back out, he's allowed to, which means it's not a schus for the Isha or for the Evid to be free. Whereas the Chamoramim, Begite Noshim, they agree that it's not a schus. A woman Lachar wants to be married. She has a, a, a legitimate reason to be married. We'll see. said, that by an Evid it's a little different. An Evid definitely wants to be free, and if an Evid definitely wants to be free, as soon as you give it over to the Shliach, it's Zoicha for the Evid. There seems to be just Darachagav, a steer in Rashi, we'll see from Darachi and Aleph from Rashi later on on your Gibel, about according to the Chachamim, that it's a Schus for the Evid. Does that mean the Evid is freed now? when the Shiach gets it? Or does that mean that there's some sort of middle stage where the Shiach is not going to be able to give it back to the other, but the Evid is not actually freed until he actually gets his hands on it? Taisus even points out there's a steer in Rashi. Rashi, and our Mishnah over there, Rashi said it's not a get Shikhar until it actually gets to the Evid's hands. But there's enough of a schus that he doesn't give it back. Rashi later on, on Dr. Gimel actually says that it's immediate as soon as, since it's a schus for the Evid, as soon as the Shiach gets it, automatically it's as if the Evid gets it. So there seems to be a steer in Rashi on that point. But what's this discussion over here between a mayor and the Chachamim about whether an Evid going free is considered a schus or not? The mayor says it's not a schus, and the Rabbanans say it is a schus, and therefore you can no longer back out. Says the Gemara on Dafir Beis. Shmami no lechayra. We can see from there. Yochal arav loymer leevet. I say me veni zancha. He said lechayra. The svar of the chum is as it said in the Mshech the Mishnah that an evet a, a adun could say to the evet, I'm not feeding you. And since I'm not feeding you, I don't feel like feeding you today. No chiv to feed you. And therefore, the odd the evet says, well, I don't want to just stick around there for no reason. I want out of this relationship if I can get out. And if it's a schus for him to leave, that's what the chachamim say. So what's the nekud over here? So it's as follows. So Rashi explains by an isha that the husband is mechayev himself in the ksuba to go ahead and feed his wife. The, the, the ksuba it says. Uh, it says, You will stay in my house even after his death, and he has to, be, he has to give her mezainus for her entire life. That's not, that's not debatable. That's a chiv that the husband has to the wife. By an eved ivri, which we're not talking about, but by an eved ivri, we dash it on the Pasuk, that you have a chiv to give mezainus to an eved ivri. In fact, if you only have enough food, you're supposed to give it to him, and you're not supposed to eat. That's by an eved ivri. And if it Kanani, which is what Arsug is talking about over here, then the Pusik is not really clear. Nowhere in the Pusik does it ever say that you actually have to feed your Evid Kanani anything. It says Vechzaktaba is going to be your Evid, but in nowhere does it actually say you're going to feed him. The Khiv to feed him seems to be an Aveya from that you're not allowed to work him to death, right? That we understand. Even in Evid Kanani, that there's no halach of Chai Chichimach, you're not allowed to work him to the point where he dies. Part of that halacha that says you're not allowed to work him to the point where he physically dies is that you have to keep him alive on a basic level and you have to provide him a basic amount of food. So Argomar's question now is, <coughs> what is the nature of that halacha? Is the nature of the halacha that, oh, it's a good thing to do, but you don't necessarily have to. And if you can tell the Evid, you're working for me. 
when, what are you supposed to eat? I don't care. Work work the night shift in the local store and get some extra money or somehow and get some food. I don't care, but that's not my problem. Now, the Gemara is assuming over here, if the Chachamim say in our Mishnah that it's a schus for the Evid to leave, the Gemara is assuming that on a most basic human level, people are just want to make sure they have food. And if you're in a situation where you have food, you would not leave that situation, all things being equal. Okay? So if an Evid could actually always demand that his Odin give him food, so then why would it be a schus for him to leave? It would be a chay for him to leave. Kozman, he's still ba'abdus, yes, he has to work. But he's being taken care of. And if you're being taken care of, that's a good situation. For the fact that the Chachamim say in our Mishnah that it is a schus for the Evid to leave, it's mashma, says the Gemara, that Yochal Arav It could be, and this is a debate, we'll see it over the next block, that the Odin can say to the Evid, you have to work for me and I'm not feeding you. And therefore, since the Evid has no schus to get food, therefore the Chachamim and our Mishnah say that he's rather get out of this relationship altogether because he's not getting anything out of it. He's just working and he's getting no food. And therefore, it's a schus for him and therefore if he's, the Odin sends a shliach, the shliach is zeicha the get shikher for the evan. Says the Gemara Lavdafka. Maybe we're talking about over here. Maybe we're talking about a situation with the Odin. No, really, if the Odin just says, I'm not feeding you, he's not allowed to do that. Part of the chiv that he has to an Evid Kanani even is to give him food. But he could say to the Evid Kanani, you know what? You're my Evid. But for the next six weeks, I'm whatever, I'm busy, I don't have time to deal with everything now. You are not working for me for the next six weeks. You work for yourself. You go work whatever you want, earn whatever you want, eat whatever you want. That's not my problem, but you're still my Evid. So he cannot say, I'm not feeding you, but he could say, Take the food, money that you're going to be working. Don't work for me. Go get a job at a store somewhere. Work. That money you earn, you can use for food. Okay, and in that situation, that, in that situation, it's really a sum game zero. I mean, in that situation, the evidence is still the evidence of the other. If at any point the other one wants to say, come back and work for me, he can make him do that. Of course, he's still a evidence. But at this point, he's not getting anything from the other. He's not losing anything, but he's also not getting anything. And therefore, that would also be that it's a schuss for him to leave that situation. Why you have to be in the situation in the first place? If you're not gaining, that's also a reason to leave. So maybe that's shot in the Mishnah. So I'm like, wait a second. The Kavasa Gavi Isha. Now, remember, we can compare and contrast a get isha to a, a shtar shikhr in the Mishnah. Shtar shikhr, the Chum says, a schos that he wants to leave. But by get isha, she does not want to leave. Now, why does she not want to leave? The Gemara is not assuming here that there is absolutely no emotional reason she wants to stay in this marriage. Okay? The only reason she's staying in this marriage is so she can eat. Okay? That seems to be the basis of the marriage over here. So this is the Mother Kavasi Gabi Isha, Domalatsi Maisyodechem is an Esech. We have the same Gemara Ksubis, where the husband could say to the Isha, you know what? Normally the Isha, he has to feed her, like we said in the Ksuba, but Maisyodechem, that which she works, if she has a job, she has to give that paycheck to the husband. If the husband wants, he could say to her, keep your paycheck, and I'm not feeding you, feed yourself. So we have to be comparing and contrasting the case of Evid and the case of Isha have to be the same case, obviously, if you're going to compare them and contrast them. So if we're telling you that the case of the Evid is, where he says to the Evid, you keep your pay, you go work, keep your paycheck and feed yourself. So in the Isha is also the case where the husband says to the Isha, you keep your paycheck and feed yourself. If that's the case, Isha am I like? So then why is that not a schus for her to leave this marriage? Again, leaving all emotional reasons aside, right? But just in terms of her net financial gain or loss, 
she has no reason to stay in this marriage. And if she has no reason to stay in this marriage, then as well over here, when the husband sends a get, remember, the emotional reason might not be so applicable if the husband's sending a get anyways, right? So obviously life is not so good in this marriage. So he's sending a get, just like by the Eved, the Chacham say, once he gives the Eved to the Shliach, once he gives the get to the Shliach, it's a schus for the Eved, and the husband, the, the other one cannot back out. So the by the Isha as well. Once the husband gives the get to the Shliach, it's a schus for the Isha. She's not getting money or food for the husband anyways, so he should not be able to back out. How do Chachamim differentiate between Get Isha and Shtar Shechur? So I'm going to tell you why. Isha B'Dolai Safka. We're talking about a case where the money she earns is not enough to feed her. So it's not enough. She earns a very, a very minimal wage and just not enough to cover her day-to-day expenses. And the husband will be forced by virtue of the Tanai Ksuba to fill out the rest. So yes, he can say to Tzimaisi, but if she's short $100 a week, the husband has to pay that $100 a week. So she is gaining from remaining in the marriage, so it's not a schuss for her to leave. So Evid Nami Bidloi Suffolk, so then again, the parallel case would have to be by the Evid, where the money he earns from whatever job he gets is not enough to cover his food. So who makes up the money for that food? The Evid does. So again, what's the difference between Evid and Isha? So no, you missed the main point. Evid, Nahum Karsulei Shavei, if an Evid does not earn enough money to cover his own food, the Mari, the Mari, what do they need him for? Which means, Rashi says, translates, that even though by an Isha, if she does not earn enough money, the husband has to make up the extra money she needs to be able to survive, by an Evid, that's not the case. And even though, assuming that this side of the Gemara, you cannot say to the Evid, I'm not feeding you. You have to at least, you have one of a choice. Either feed him and he works for you, or he works for himself and he eats himself. But if he works for himself and he eats himself, and he does not earn enough money, the other does not have to supplement extra money in that situation. And therefore, that's the, that, that could be shot in the Mishnah. We're talking about a case by both the Evid and the Isha, where the, where the husband and the other is, give, is not giving money. He's telling both of them, earn your own keep. By the Isha, he still has to back her up with extra money. Therefore, she wants to remain in the marriage. Whereas by an Evid, He's out. He's out of luck. And if he's out of luck, therefore, all things being equal, he'd prefer to get out of this relationship and it's a schuss for him to take the shtar with him. So we have no raya to our shayla of can an odin say to an evid, I am not feeding you even though you're working for me. Tashmah, I have another case. It says, evid If an evid killed someone b'shegik, so which is not a good situation, not for the dead person, obviously, but also not for the other, right? The other now has no evidence. The other is living somewhere else, and his evidence is running to Hebron over there to an armiklot, and he can't work. So, ain't Rabbi Chayv Lezani. The rabbi does not have to give him any food. I'm not giving you food if you're not here. Veloy oid, elishamaisi yodu the rabbi. Pashup Shad sounds like the price is saying, any job that the evidence gets in the armiklot, that money that he earns, he has to send back to his rabbi. Same very clear. That seems to be clear from the Brisa. You have to work. You can't work for me now in my fields because you're stuck in the Aramiglot. Get whatever job you want to get. Send me back the paycheck. But I'm not sending you any food. Very clear. You could say, No, here also. Of course, you cannot make the Evid starve. What he actually means is that whatever job you get, buy your own food. What do you mean, buy your own food? It says he, the paycheck goes back to the oven. The paycheck doesn't go to the oven. The paycheck goes to the local makola to buy food. So what's going on? We're talking about where there's a basic amount, three meals a day that you need to eat, two meals a day, whatever it is. And he wants extra, he wants snacks. Okay? So does the Eved have the right to keep money from his paycheck for extra snacks during the day? 
So the answer is no. So even though the Adon cannot tell the Evan you need to starve, and either the Adon has to pay for the food, or the Adon can say, earn your own keep. But if he says, earn your own keep, and the Evan earns more than he needs for the basic meals, he has extra extra money, that extra money has to send back to the Rabbi. And that's what it means when it says in the Braissa, the Rabbi doesn't mean the core money he earns, means any extra money above him what he needs to, what he needs to be able to live on a day-to-day basis. Remember, if the one week the Evid is short on money, the other one does not have to make up that difference. Right? If let's say he needs a hundred dollars a week to eat, and one week the Evid earns ninety dollars, short ten bucks, the other one does not have to make it up, we said. It's too bad. So So if one week the Evid earns $110, maybe we should let the Evid keep that extra 10 because maybe next week he'll be short and it'll be just be a wash and it'll be even. Kamashwa, no. Yeah, we look at it, it doesn't say what we look at it by day by day or week by week or month by month, but whatever it is, whatever he needs to eat, he can keep and any extra money he sends back to the Adon and if it happens to be that the next month he's short, too bad, work harder. So right now we have no Raya... Yeah, there we go. So right now, say that. That's, that's life as an Evich. <laughs> He's an Evich Kanani. It is what it is. So right now we have no Raya that the Odin can say to the Evich, I'm not feeding you at all. Says, well, but according to that case here, So what does this have to do with our Miklat? This has nothing to do with our Miklat, this story. This is just, can the Odin say to the Evich, work, work, not work, earn your own money, give me the leftovers. Like, what does it have to do with our Miklat? I mean, the Pesach says, but our Miklat, that he should run to one of those cities, and he should live. And we dash and always that it's a mitzvah on the people near Miklat, the mother of the Kangadal, we know used to come and take care of him. So maybe since there's a mitzvah of Vachai on such a person, maybe the other should let him keep the extra money. Because that's part of the mitzvah of Chai, to make sure he has a very good life. In that, no, that's a regular dinner. The people of the city, there's nothing to do with the other name in terms of an Evid. Wait a second, look at the end of the Brysa. The Brysa says, well, Mictani, say, for the end of that Brysa, that talks about our Mikla by an Evid, compares it to a case of Isha. And it says, well, Isha should go to Mikla, Balachai, Menuzanesel. The Baal has to support her. Again, Mikhlao, Dulayamrla. Obviously, he did not say, Tzimai, Sidechem, Menuzanesecho, because then the husband would not have to support her. So, Diyamrla, Amaychaev. When we just say for the So again, we're comparing and contrasting Isha to, to Evid. If the case of the Isha is talking about where the husband it did not say to her, keep her money. Rather, he's sending her checks. So in the case of the Evid also, Luchar is a case where he's not telling him to keep his money. He's telling him, I'm going to send you checks or I don't have to. So it's right, you don't have to. Again, we're talking about a case where the Isha does not have enough money. She doesn't earn enough. In which case, we said the husband does have to supplement. Whereas by an Evid, if there's not enough, the Baal does, the Odin does not have to supplement. It says in the continuation of the Brysa, And if he says that, Rasha is allowed to. Mashma. That till now, we were not talking about a case where he said to her, keep your paycheck. Someone know how can come? This is how you're supposed to read the brayso. The imisapek is if she earns enough money, and v'yamalatzi ma'isir zechem as an esecho. Then rashoi. Then the husband doesn't have to send her anything. If the husband wants to say to her, "Keep your paycheck. I'm not sending you food," and her paycheck is enough to cover all of her food, the husband's allowed to do that, and everything's good. Says the Gemara, "Maspekes my members." So then, 
What's the Kiddush? Obviously, in every case, they do it already Miklat. Any woman who earns a good paycheck and the husband doesn't want to have to bother supporting her, the husband's allowed to say to her, keep your paycheck, support yourself. Don't do it already Miklat. Very interesting, Father Mar says. We're talking about over here where an Isha, an Isha to have a regular job in a regular city that a husband could tell her wife to do. Go get a job, sewing, whatever they used to do in the Gemara's times. But when she's moving to an Ari Miklat and she doesn't know anybody and it's a little more <laughs> less, it's a little less Tsunua for her to go out and find a job in a new city. So maybe over there we should say, and the husband cannot tell her to go get a job in a strange city because of an Ari Miklat. And then, he should have to provide her with money. Kamashwala, no. Kamashwala, if she has some sort of skill and she can get a job in the Aramiklat, even though it's maybe not the most Tanua thing in the world, but the Maisa, we tell her to go get a job. So again, we come out so far that by an Isha, of course, you do have to give money. By an Evid, we're not clear. You could definitely say in both cases, see Maisa Yadechem is in a Secha. Can you say, I say Imi Veni Zamcha? Still not clear. Lemika Tanoi. Lechari, this question of how you deal with an Evid oh, is a Machlaikis Tanoi. Shingam Leo Leimer, Shingam Leo says, Yachala Evid Leimer the Rabbi, Bashani Batsaris. What happens if it's a hungry year? There's famine. Did it rain? Crops didn't grow well. Nobody has what to eat. So the Evid doesn't have what to eat. The doesn't have what to eat, and the Evid doesn't have what to eat. So the Evid could say to his Rabbi, Bashani Batsaris, Are you Parnasani? Give me food. Are you Tsirin the Kheris? Or I'm out of here. You got to free me. One or the other. The Chacham of Emir Rashis Biad Rabbi. Chacham say, No. The Rabbi can keep it as an Evid, and he doesn't have to give him any food. Clearly, lecharet stop achlaikis. My law, bakemifigi. Mar sava yochel yochel. Rav Leimer says, "I say me veni zanche." You have to work, even though I have no food to give you. For mar sava any yochel lecharet. This machlaikis tonaim and this price is exactly that case. Do you have to feed your evid? Your evid kanani? Yes or no? So if it is, bro, that still that doesn't make any sense. Hi, oyu parnasenir. It's in the What did the evid say to the? What was the threat in the Tanakam and Rishingam Leil? Feed me or free me? What do you mean, free me? I don't have to feed you. Feed me, or or whatever. I'm not going to work, but it's definitely no question of freeing. You have to give me food, right? Are you trying to say? You're telling me I'm part of side. You have two choices: feed me or let me go work and earn my own keep. But you definitely there's no halacha that says if you can't free the if you cannot feed the evid, you have to free him. What is freeing him coming from? So something's missing in this price. Let me boil it. If the machlekes here is just a stamachlekes, are you allowed to starve your evid? So then what does it have to do with a hunger year? Just stop. I don't feel like supporting my evidence. I'm not going to support my evidence. Must be something else going on in the Brysa. We're talking about, we no, really, you're not allowed to starve your evidence. You can't tell your evidence, work and I'm not feeding you. Rather, we're talking about a case where you said to the evidence, go get your own job and feed yourself. But, in a hunger year, there's not enough jobs to go around, or the jobs are so, so low-paying that he can't get a good job to pay for himself. Now, we said an Adon does not have to make up the difference. He doesn't have to supplement. That's clear. If the Evan can't get a good job, it's the Evan's problem. But, please give me money. Free me. It's hard to collect stucca when you're an Evan. And therefore, if you cannot feed me, fine, please free me so I can go collect stucca for the Kupushot Stucca. The Kupushot Stucca doesn't give to an Evan Kanani money. 
So I'm stuck without them. And the Rabbonon Savi, the Rabbonon argue and say, no, man the Merachim and B'nei Chari, I have a Nachim and Rukim Rachim. No, Yidin will give Tzedakah just like they give Tzedakah to a regular poor person. They will also give Tzedakah to a, a Kanani. It doesn't make a difference. So Machlekes here has nothing to do with can you starve your Evet. Of course, we're assuming in this stage you cannot starve your Evet. Rather, the question over here is, it's showing about Cyrus, and therefore the Evet is, you tell the Evet, take care of yourself. He can't afford to. Can we force the Odin to free him so he can have a better chance of getting stuck up to be able to survive. And the answer is, you could do whatever you need to do, but the Roshengam Leo says, you're better off freeing him. And the Rabbanon say, no, even if he's in heaven, he'll get the same amount of money, and therefore you have no reason to force him to free him. So still left with our Shiloh. Tashma. Damarav. Rav is an interesting case. Hamakdish Yedei Avdei. So someone has an Eved Kanani, and he decides one day, he's going to give, not the Eved Kanani, but the money that the Eved Kanani earns, any work that he does, will go to Hegdish. Go to the base of Hegdish. So now you have a problem. Because who is going to feed this Evan now? What's, who's feeding the Evan? The Evan can't earn his own money. Anytime he goes to get a job, every penny he earns goes to the base of English. So how's he supposed to eat? So the Bryce says a good trick. What he should do is, he should go to the local Makola and open up a, a, an account over there. And therefore he can take food from the local Makola on credit. And then, and then every money that he earns, we'll see how this works in a second, instead of going to Hankdish, we'll go to the money person he owes money to from the local Makola. Okay, that's what the price says you do. If the Evid can't work to earn his own keep because the money goes to Hankdish, he should borrow money, eat, and then everything he earns will be used to pay back the loan. That's what the price says. Now, How does a Rav have an ability to say to the Evid, everything you earn goes to Hankdish, and I'm not feeding you? Either he should have to be feeding him, or even if you say, I'm not feeding you, then the first money that the Evid earns is the Evid's, not Hegdish's. Seems clear from this price that the rabbi can say to the Evid, too bad, starve. Says the mono, we're talking about a case where the Odin is paying for the Mazinus of the Evid. So if the Yachi, the my love of the we said he has this whole shtick that he borrows money, and then what does he need to do that for? The Odin's feeding him. Again, he wants extra. The other is just letting him, uh, is just feeding him three meals a day, and he wants to have snacks in the middle of the day. If he wants snacks in the middle of the day, and he wants to get a side job to pay for his snacks, that he can't do, because any money he earns from the side job is going straight to Hegdish. Rather, he should borrow money, and then when he earns the money, it's going to be automatically paying back the loan. Says my wife, I If that's the case, why can't Hegdish China? Well, who says you need snacks? You have three meals a day. Till now you lived with three meals a day. That's what you got by the other's house. You never got snacks. Now also, you don't get snacks. And any money you earn should go straight to us. You don't get snacks because you're getting your three meals a day still from the original other. Hegdish prefers, all things being equal, if you're an other of an Evid, you're better off keeping him happy and that he does better work. So you can minimally feed him three meals a day, but he's not going to be a very happy Evid. And therefore, Hegdish understands that it's better for us to allow him to borrow this money and pay so he can get snacks, so he'll be a happier Evid, and then he'll earn more money, and then Hegdish ends up gaining in that. So Hegdish kufunichle, Said, my wait a second. Okay, very good. So you're telling me now that the, the core food he's getting, he's getting from his, from his other. Any extra food he gets, he borrows money, and then when he works, he pays it off. So I don't understand. Says the Gemara, um, How does it work? Lamaisu, you tell me anything the Evid works, any money he earns, go straight to Hegdish. 
So the fact that he owes money to Ruvain from the Balmakolet, how does that help anything? Every penny you earn goes to Hegdish. Where does the money have a right to veer off and go to Ruvain the Balmakolet? It does, there's, no, there's no mechanism for that to work. says, no. It's not clear exactly the lumbus Allah. Rashi's mashwa the hegdish is not chal on a pachas bishava pruta. Other would say it could be chal, but we're talking about a case where you say we machavin that dafka should not be chal. But the situation is, is that you're not just the evidence over here is not just working to pay off his debt. He's actually working for the balmakolet. Okay, so he, he he eats money from the makolot for his snacks, and then the the person in the makolot says, "Okay, so you can work for me." And normally, I'd pay you at the end of the day. Instead, I'm paying you in little chetzi pruta amounts, and every little chetzi pruta amount I get to keep. The bamakolot gets to keep as payment for the loan, and then that money doesn't go to hegdish. So hegdish lets you do the shtick to make this work out, so that way the other has what to eat. And therefore, you have a situation over here. Normally, if you didn't have Hektish involved, these little chetzi prutas would go probably to the other. Over here, the other would then give it to Hektish. Hektish says, you keep it so that you can pay off the loan, so you have what to eat, so you'll be a happier of it. So you have this whole situation. But Lamaisa are coming out from this Brisa that you cannot force your Evid to starve. You have to feed him a basic amount. Our only question is, what do you do to make him get this little extra money? But the basic money he still gets. Says the and it makes more sense that that's the say that you cannot force your ever to starve according to this gemara. Why? Damarav. We have another mimer from Rav. Rav said a makdish yidei avdei. Similar case where you makdish the money of the evid earns. Oisa evid oisa v'oichel. Says Rav, the evid can continue working in a store, and any money he earns, he can use to buy food. That's what we just said. We just said he can't more earn money. The money goes to hegdish. He has to borrow money in this whole shtick. And here Rav says no. Earn whatever you want. Pay for your suppers. How does that work? Rob says, if you don't feed him, who's going to feed him? So I, I can easily differentiate between these two of my marm of Rav. One is talking about where the other does not give him money. If the other is not paying for his food, then of course, you ever could say, I'm earning my own keep. And my money does not go to Hegdis. You have no right to make me starve. And the first money I earn, I get to keep to go buy my own food. And the other price, which said he had to borrow and all that, was talking about where the other is paying for his food. And if the other is paying his food, then he's being taken care of. So then the two statements of Rav fit together very nicely. If the other is giving him food, then the money goes to Hegdis. If the other is not giving him food, then he gets to keep his own money because you can't, cannot make an Evan starve. If you're going to say you can make an Evid starve, what do you mean, if you don't work, who's going to give him food? Whoever wants to give him food, give him food is not my problem. If you hold, you can say to an Evid, I'm not giving you food, that means I don't care. It's not my problem, right? We see clearly, according to Rav, that you cannot tell an Evid, you must starve. You must feed him. If you don't want to feed him, then he gets to earn on his own and pay his own food back. That's fine. But you cannot tell an Evan Kanani you are going to starve. That's Rav's Shita. So Matashma, not so simple. Dhamma Biachan Biachan seems to say not like that. Rahiran says, Hakutea Yad Avdai Shokhaver. If Ruvain owns an Evid and Shimon gets into a fight with the Evid of Ruvain and cuts off the hand of the Evid of Ruvain. So normally when you create a Hezek for someone, you have to pay Nezik Tsai, Repo Yeshev is You have to pay all the normal things. So now 
Obviously, this Evid is owned by Reuven. So Reuven, Shimon owes money mostly to Reuven. So the Yad Avde, how much the hand is worth, which is how much is the person worth with the hand, how much is he worth without a hand, that difference he clearly pays to Reuven, not to the Evid. It's nothing to do with the Evid. Right? The Evid doesn't own himself. The Evid is owned by Reuven. Okay, but the Bryce says, also nice and shift, that which calls mind the Evid is in the hospital and he cannot do any work, right? The Yad Avde covers most of the expense of the work. But also, even when he's in the hospital, he can't work at all. He can't even be a shomer or anything like that. That difference also, he pays to the Adon, Ruvain. And also, all the doctor money, any bills, he has to pay also to Ruvain, which is a little bit strange. We'll see in the Gemara in a second. The rabbi. This Eved gets, he's not working now. He's not working. The Adon doesn't have to give him any food, and the Eved has to apply to the Kupashot Stucker to get money. That's what Rabbi Echelon says. Now, in this situation, Evid can't work, okay? But the Adon is getting reimbursed by Shimon. Reuben is getting reimbursed by Shimon for the amount of time that he doesn't work. And yet, says Rabbi Yechiran, the Evid does not get any of that money. The Evid does not get any food. The Evid goes to collect from Staka. Clearly, according to Rabbi Yechiran, it seems that you could say to the Evid, I don't have to feed you. I'm not interested in feeding you. You're not, if you're working, maybe I'll give you food. I'm a nice guy. But if you're not working, and I have to go sue Shimon in court, get out of here, go get stuck on your own. So maybe not. Maybe we're talking about a case where he is giving him food. So what does it mean he goes to get stalker? Yach, am I nizam and it's stalker? again, it means for the extra food, the snacks. So no. There's two different words we use over here. Nizoin minat stalker means you're getting your basic food needs. Misparnes minat stalker means you're getting your extra food. Rabbi Yechelen said nizoin minat stalker, which means that the core food of the Evid is not coming from the rabbi, the core food from the Evid is coming from the stalker, which means the rabbi is telling the Evid, I am collecting all the money from Shimon for all the damage he did to you, but you are not getting any food from me. Clearly, says the Gemara, Allah Shwamino, Yochol. We now have clearly have a raya, a machlaikis now, Rav and Abyechran. Rav said, You cannot say to the Evid, Asayimi Venizancha. And Abyechran said, You could say to the Evid, Asayimi Venizancha. By Evid Kanani, I do not have to feed you if I don't feel like it. Let's go back and analyze this price for a second. We said, Nice and Shefter for us, the Rabbi. We have to pay the money that he didn't work, and his doctor bills go to the Rabbi, to the other. So Shefter, Pshita, understand that he can't work, that money goes to the Rabbi. That makes sense. But for us, it's a, what's the what does it mean refuah? What does it mean that, that's a chiddush? But it also doesn't make any sense. But for us, the dayu to buy a What's the purpose of paying refuah doctor bills? To pay the doctor bills. That money doesn't go to the oven. That money goes to the eved, so he can pay the doctor bills. So what does it mean that money of the money goes to the other? It doesn't go to the other at all. It goes to the eved. Doesn't mean it goes to the eved. It means it actually goes to whichever doctor and hospital he went to. It's an interesting case. He went to the doctor, and the doctor said, okay, we're checking you into the hospital for five days. And it's going to be, you know, $100 a day in the hospital, so you, you get $500. Okay. So Shimon has to pay $500. Very good. The evidence says, I can't stay in this hospital for five days. I'm out of my mind. Can you make it shorter? And the hospital says, yes, we can make you get better in three days, but we have to give you this really, really strong medicine, which has really terrible side effects. It's very painful, you'll get dizzy, whatever it is, but you'll be better in three days. The evidence says, I'm in. Give me the stronger medicine. She gives him the stronger medicine, and now the evidence only has a bill at the end of the hospital stay for $300 instead of $500. But we already have Shimon, five. Who gets the extra 200 
the Eved, because he suffered to shorten his hospital stay with the pain of the medicine, or the other, because Lamaisa, any extra money goes to the other. That's what the price says. Maldu say that money goes to the Eved, Kamashwan, that no. Nice of the Eved to, to do this, but Lamaisa, the extra $200 goes to the other, because all money that's earned by this Eved goes to the other, unless it's being used to pay for actual doctor bills, not theoretical doctor bills. We always measure repoint beforehand because we don't know how long it's going to be, but then we have to see what actually comes out at the end. Yes, we'll see that when we get to Baba Kama. We'll see that when we get to Baba Kama. Tanya, Amar Belazer. This is not our sugya. Tanya, Amar Belazer. Amar Rulei Let's go back to the discussion we had in the Mishnah. At the end of the Mishnah, we said, Rameyer and Machlaikis are the Chachamim. So the Chachamim said, that it is a schus for the Ebed to leave, either because you could say, I say, Mivani Zancha, or because you're talking about a case where you can't say, I say, Mivani Zancha, but Lamaisa, the Ebed has nothing to gain from the rabbi, because then he'd have to do Tzimai Sindachim Bezorizach. Fine. Remeir said in both situations, it is a schus for the Ebed to stay. It's a chay for him to leave. Why is it a chay for him to leave? So, Tanya Rulazar, Amar Rulazar, we said to Remeir, What's Pshat you, Remeir? Of course it's a schus for him to leave. Right? He's not getting any money from the other. And if he's not getting any money, either because he's starving or he's dumb, then of course it should leave. Amar Lon, who's her mayor, responded, no. An Eved cannot eat Shuma. An Eved of a Koyin could eat Shuma. And now when you force the Eved to be freed, he's losing his ability to eat Shuma. Now, he's not eating anything we just said. Right, we're talking about a case where the other is not giving him any food. What are we talking about? We're talking about a case where he's not giving him food. Either he's telling him to starve, or he's telling him to earn his own keep. But either way, there's no truma involved. responded, What if the Evan runs away? Okay, and he gets to the next town, and he's, he's still an Evan, right? If he's still an Evan, he's allowed to eat truma. So he can go to the base of Gronus and say, I'm an Evan of a client. Yes, I ran away. And yes, my, my Odin is screaming and hollering and wants me back and he's sending people to hunt me down. But on my summit, halakhali an Evan of a client. If I'm an Evan of a client, I get to eat truma. Very good. Vaishas coin shamor dal by the Vaishas coin also. She's allowed to eat truma. If she runs away from her husband, hello, Echam et truma. Right? So this Evan, when you're forcing him to be freed now, he's losing his schus to eat truma. So yeah, all these things being equal, I get that. But Lamai said he can eat truma, and if he can eat truma, that's like free stucca that you can get. So that's a schos for him, and therefore he'd prefer to stay in eved so that he can get truma. The Chama responded, "Aval, you're right, Mayor. But Isha chayvulah she came pasim and a truma avsinu and a mezaynus. But by Isha, not like that. That was the Rabbanon responded. What are we talking about? My Carmelai, my Kamadai. What's the shock of a tie between a mayor and the Chacham? I'm like this. Hachi Carmelai." Mary said, you're right. In terms of food, the Evan's not getting food. We just approved the Evan is not getting food either way. But the Maisa, he's getting, he has the ability to eat truma. So what the Chama maybe going to answer back to him? Right? What he happened? The other can easily find the Evan and free him. Without a shliach, just here. Boom. You don't even have to give it to him. You just throw it within his Dalaramas and the Evan is freed Balkarchai. And then he can't eat truma anymore. So don't tell me that he wants to stay in evidence. It's supposed to stay in evidence because he can get truma. At any point in time, the other can free him. Balkarchai. And he loses his truma. Says the Gemara. No. Shavik v'yavik 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 Mary says, that's not a time. The other can just run. Right? It would just be on the run. Constantly staying more than four amas away from the other. And he'll never be able to free him. 
So ma'il have a kind shabbat vayishes kind shemar dal baila eichel mitshuma v'zeh ein eichel. So shaper kamalu so lechayra remeir is a good taina. Says the one on top. Amarava hanadu kahadjel mesnis and that's what it says in our mishnah. He says when pnei shu kinyanoi remeir's response was no. The evet is oh the chum's response was as it was. The chum's response was the evet is owned by the other. What does that mean? The by shakal abrazuzim yisrael upasal leikol hechad the isa. He doesn't have to free the Evid to cause the Evid not to eat Truma. He can sell the Evid for four shekel to his next door neighbor who's not a coin. And then the Evid loses his ability to get Truma. So don't tell me, that, so says the Chacham Termer, don't tell me this Evid prefers to remain an Evid so that he can eat Truma somewhere else. Lavdafke is going to be able to eat Truma somewhere else. Because if once the other finds out that he ran away, and the oven thinks that, oh, this guy's running away, he thinks he's going to be able to take care of himself by eating truma, I'll sell him to my next-door neighbor who's not a kayin, and boom, he's out of eating, he's out of the truma business. And therefore, the other, the oven knows that, and therefore the oven's going to say, forget it, I'd rather be free. What? Whatever, he's rather be free. No, and therefore, any, any base agronist that an oven comes into and says, I want truma, Right, because I'm an Evid Kain, look at the paper. They have to look it up in the database and see. Are, are you a runaway Evid? Oh, maybe you were sold. Whatever. The point is, the point is, the Evid cannot rely on this. The Evid cannot rely on this. And if the, he can be shut down easily, and if the Evid cannot rely on this, then it definitely says the Chumash for him to get out of here and not be an Evid at all. Why want to remain an Evid on the possibility? It just doesn't make any sense. This whole thing doesn't make any sense. This whole svar of a mayor that he wants to remain in evidence, so he can eat truma, only makes sense if the other is a kayan. If the other is not a kayan, then what? Then a mayor says it's not a schuz. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, another svara. An evid kenanis can marry a shifcha kenanis. Once he's freed, then he has to find the regular base Yaakov girl. And that's no good for him. Says my other rabbi, wouldn't he rarely marry a, a regular Beis Yaakov girl? Why would he marry a a, a shifcha? Says the more famous statement, the Evid prefers. Remember, shifcha Kananis, he's not really married to her; just picks his choice of any girl that he wants. Right? He just comes and goes from girl to girl as ever he wants. So, remember, talking about Evid Kanadi over here. This guy was a goy, right? He got forced into being Megayer as an Evid Kanadi. So if it's up to him, he doesn't want no Beis Yaakov girl. Right? He'd rather stay and pick from the harem of, of Shifchas that he has over there and change every day. What does he care? And then it says to the mayor, that's another reason why he would prefer to remain in Evid. Not because of the food. Yes, so don't feed me. It's fine. But if I have my choice of Shifchas anytime I want, that's another reason why it would be a Shifchas. And that to come say, no. Lamaise is still, he'd rather be a free person and not have to be in Evid. So we come out... Machlekes are married in the Chama by an Evid. Is it a schus or not? We come out of Machlekes. Ravon of Yechanan can an Odin say to the Evid, "I say imi ve'eni zoncha." Okay.